is now time for another episode of Dingly Bits Deal Talk with your host, Captain Rizzo. Hello there, dear Commander Cast listeners. This week, we are giving you another edition of Dangly Bits Theater. This past week, we here at Commander Cast in the States had to celebrate a particular holiday that involved us all eating a large bird around a table surrounded by our family members. So, today, we're going to be sending out another episode of Dangly Bits for you to listen to and enjoy. And we will be back next week with a new episode of Commander Cast. So, sit back, relax, and listen to some of these dangles. Clever girl, Watsy. Very clever. There we go. Finally updated Tassiker. Oh, that reminds me. Jurassic World finally came out. <laughs> I finally get to see Chris Pratt ride a motorcycle with Velociraptors. Fair. Okay, then. If you want to talk about an actor with range, Chris Pratt has range. Like, he could play serious stuff, and he could be absolutely hilarious, like in uh, Parks and Recreation. I see. I never actually really had the time to get into Parks and Recreation. Oh, he is. But I he, but he's I, just a bonehead in that, in that show. But I love Lego Movie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then he got to be Star-Lord. <laughs> now he just needs him to be, uh, uh, what's his face? Indiana Jones, and he'll be set. Oh, wow. <laughs> he could do that. I mean, he could do everything, so. Ah, what? It's, ah, you know what this is like? This is like American Tale. Yeah, it is. Every Crazy. time. I got the updated version of Draco Genius up on Tapped Out. Draco Genius for that Omniscience is a lot harder to play. <laughs> Just saying. Like, Omniscience is so pinnacle to that combo. Makes it so much easier. Ah, so Calvin. Yes, sir. Remember how I said I was ordering, like, a bunch of cards from Hawaii last week? Yeah. So, I ordered, like, six booster boxes because it said they had 12 on the website. I found out a couple of days ago... But that was a mistake, and it was supposed to be listed as 12 booster packs. Wow. Yeah. No, that's, like, that's quite a difference. So, repeat that? So, I went to that website because they said they had 12 booster boxes in stock. Okay. But they... And you got 12 booster packs. No, I didn't... They didn't ship it at all because they had a mix-up, and a bunch of their orders got screwed up. Because they really only had 12 booster packs. So, I called the, the guys, uh couple of days ago and you know they apologize a lot like this was just a really big mess for them all, all weekend apparently so they're actually they're just going to refund me all my money and they're actually going to send me all those booster packs for free as an apology which i think is actually pretty sweet yeah they didn't have to do that that's pretty good yep. the good news is i did manage to find one other store and it's actually the store that's hosting the weiss tournament next month so they shipped me all six boxes and According to the tracking number, it's going to show up tomorrow, and I am so excited by that. Yeah. So wait, but these are wise packs you're talking about? Yeah, they're wise packs. Oh, I thought you were talking about sending the car. No. You gotta have you gotta have some coin to throw down and buy twelve boxes. Although I'm just saying. Send the car wise, we did have a couple of guys just come into the shop yesterday, just buy a box of Zendikar car and pull the expedition Misty Rainforest. Oh, <laughs> like and, they knew what they were doing. Like they knew they were doing it. <laughs> Well, the, and the guy actually traded in his Misty Rainforest for another box of Zendikar. And then he then proceeded to trade his Gideon and some other stuff in for another box of Zendikar. Have you ever watched the, the professor at Tolarian Community College do that, the booster box game? I have not. I watch it, like, every week in the store. Yeah, they just, he always just sells them and then buys, see how many boxes he, I think he did, like, five 
modern Masters boxes before he ran out of luck. Yep. But see, the funny part is that after he opened his third box, he realized that he had opened, like, nothing but crap. <laughs> so he's like, so I'm just going to trade all these rares and stuff that I opened to try and get my Gideon back. <laughs> <laughs> so he ended up paying, like, another eight. Back to where you belong. Yeah. <laughs> So he got his Gideon back, but he lost, like, just everything else and, like, eight bucks. <laughs> uh, he ain't really, it's not really a loss. He had no. just had fun, I'm assuming. Yeah. He, has a mil- he has a million of those lands, too. Yeah, like, he got at least $18 back per box just from getting those Walmart la- lands. I-, I don't think, do you think they're really going to be worth a dollar? Because they're printing them in the next set, too? They're not, I, don't I think would they- still say they'd be a dollar. I don't think they're going to be any less than 50 cents, which is what yeah. we're or at least. It'd be, I would say, as far as the Zendikar full arts and stuff are concerned, I would go with, like, currently, it'll probably be, like, 50 cent, maybe 75 or less, because, you know, everybody will have them. But, you know, the full art lands all seem to, always seem to just reach to that dollar point, inevitably. Because, like, when people buy fat packs, they're not necessarily gonna, like, put them back into the market, you know, they're just gonna, People hoard them, you know, so. Yeah, this is. So they're, yeah, those, that's true. Those things are for people who are like trying to get all full arts for their cubes and decks and all. Yeah. Like, I actually got a fat pack just for the land brick, and I started putting full art basics into all my three color decks to make finding basics faster. Yeah. What, what are your favorite, uh, like, what art is your favorite, uh, full art that is released? Oh, I don't, the, pl- are we talking a, about the new ones or just like in general? Uh, yeah, the new ones. I don't I'm know, really there's like some. There's some really beautiful mountains in this set. Yeah. Like the plane, nice, but the I like the um, Island Cup. Oh, yeah, the reprint one? Yeah, that's my favorite one as far as islands are concerned. I like Island in a Bowl. Like, it, like what about the uh, the reprint ones that were in the last set, too? Like, do you think those are, do you think they picked good uh, ones? I know they did for the Island. I like that one, too. Because, like, uh, what was it, the Island one? I always enjoyed the, as far as the mountains. They're like Halo Arch thing looking. Hold on. Actually, let me pause, because I know which ones I've enjoyed from the previous Zendikar. And as far as the new one's concerned, I kind of like most of the reprints anyway. Where are you? I, 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 they actually there printed my favorite swamp again. I like the swamp with the, I like the black and the purple swamp with the two kind of like uh, stalagmites, I think they are. Mm-hmm. I don't know which ones. Stalactites and stalagmites. I think stalagmites are the ones that go up and I, I don't know. I'm not a geologist. <laughs> I would should be. Say, Apparently, geologists do a lot of drinking. <laughs> like, you go down to the cave, you get some rocks, and then you literally spend just half the day doing nothing but drinking and spitting the bull while you wait for the guys, for your team to come back and pick you up. <laughs> Probably. And, and any geologist that tells you otherwise is fucking lying. So, uh, my wife went to Whitman College, which is, uh, it's, a uh, like a pretty good school in, um, Walla Walla, Washington. Walla Walla, and, Washington. Yeah, where the, that's actually where the onions come from. Um, uh, her, she had a coach that was a geologist, and, mm-hmm. uh, that dude was insane. Like, he would, he would, like, hike you up in the mountains. Like, what? Well, yeah. In, insane. Like in, insane in the good way. You know, it was like, like, always doing something, and, you know, he was, like, a, he was in the Navy for, like, 30 years, and then he retired, and then became a, uh, a professor. Around, old Jim was picking himself. <laughs> yeah. Let's see. As far as, like, the planes is concerned, I like the full art one with the hedrons just kind of floating around in the middle of the plane. And, like, if you look at it, like, the bottom left corner of it, it looks like it's just a hedron that's laid on the ground. I, I know. The mountain, and the mountain one I have is, yeah, actually, yeah, it's uh, the John Park one. 
It's got, like, basically, like, you don't see mountains in it. It's just, like, all hedrons, but they're kind of, like, floating around and collapsed around each other in a way where it looks like a valley of mountains. I've come to realize, as far as yeah. Zendikar is concerned, if I don't have hedrons in it, it better be the bowl cup. Huh. I like hedrons. They're cool. And they kind of lets me know where I'm at. I actually just got my hedron of witch hat today. Your what? My hedron. Oh, okay. Um, starting this over. What did you get today? I got my hedron a witch hat for Halloween. Okay. My uh, my little brother, he won the uh, the hedron at his card shop, like the big stand they have, you know. Yeah, I know. Like I married ours on uh, pre-release day, so <laughs> figured, you know what? She's been wearing that wedding veil for a few weeks now. I think it's time to go ahead and get seasonal. Oh, that's what you're talking about. Okay, now I get it. The hedron in the store. Yeah, that's my work yeah. life. My uh, my brother's is in his room. I was gonna. I was actually thinking about bringing her home at some point, but then I realized, you know what? She just does so much for the store. Like I can't remove her from her natural environment. Calvin, what um forest do you like? Let's see. Come here, Yorel. I have my Yorel deck out because all the um no all the basics in my Yorel deck are the full art ones, and they're all the same art. So let's see here. Where are you? Huh. Uh, let's see. The one full art one that I have in here is also a jug. Uh, a John Park. Strangely enough, apparently I must be in love with this guy. Uh, has all the trees, but they're like twisted up and there's like no leaves on them. Oh yeah. It's like and I can't stuff. see a single, yeah, I can't even see like a single hedron. Yeah. The, uh, the force that I like is from the original Zendikar. It's that like tree coming out of, it's like the top of the hedron and there's like a tree growing around it. It's by, uh, Vincent, yeah. Vincent Pars. Yeah, that's actually like a pretty good one too. Yeah. And also that like really trippy colored one, the, the, uh, the one where it's like the weird roots are stumped or like wrapped around the top. No, wait, no, that's the other one. That's the one you're talking about, right? Yeah. The, the, the trippy colored one, it has like the trees that are just like straight floating in the air. And then it's like kind of like, like rainbow colored, like it starts blue in the uh, bottom right corner and then it kind of goes into yellow and then green. It looks really awesome in foil okay, from, the ori- from the original. What I'm saying is that it's just like American Tail. Yep. Yeah, it is. Mm. Phrasing. All right then. So that sweet, sweet American tale. All right. So we never really. <laughs> so I emailed uh, Mark about this, but I have this book called Star Trek uh, Plus X Men called Planet X. It's a, like a crossover novel with Star Trek and X Men. How they swing that? I have no clue, man. It is the most bizarre, crazy book I, that I've ever I read. I remember seeing. I remember like going into a comic shop and seeing that crossover, and my initial reaction was, huh, and then my second reaction was, nope. Yeah, exactly. You, you probably are a better human being for not have reading it. Or the uh, the new Twilight book, where whoa, it's whoa. the exact same now. story but gender-bent. Now, see, I would actually read that, because, like, oh, a girl pining over a really attractive guy who kind of stalks her around, it's a little creepy, but it still appealed to my okay. like, like my teenage we, side back when I was in high school. We've seen some excerpts. It's literally the exact same. She just did like find replace on all the names. And see, I might okay. still be able to get by that because um, well, apparently the ending is different though. Hmm. Yeah, but, because you know, it's like it's you know, due to name change, due to the whole sp- the whole spiel, the story plays out exactly the same. But then you just have to rewrite the last chapter, so it saves you all that time and effort, and you have a totally quote-unquote different story. Basically, makes, add that to the list of things that you're better off not having it read. And it adds another like what twenty, twenty-five million per book to her. 
It's a cash grab. Yay, cash grab. Is this it? Do, 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 do. Nope, 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 no, and nope, that's nope, not it either. Nope, nope, nope. Hmm? Uh, no, I'm looking for the box where I store my full art lands. Ah, I was lucky enough to get my hands on a fat pack, so I use the deck boxes from that to store my full arts. I, no, like, but the I, thing I, is, I don't have any full arts from like the current set. These are all of my original. Ah, here it is. I've got you now, you sassy beast. I got a Live Horizon trial deck. And nobody cares. So let's see here. Oh. Uh, mono blue. Yeah, like, let's see, all the, all the full art blue lands that I have is the, um, is Island Bowl. Let's see. <laughs> mono black ones. I like the one with the weird, like, temple in the middle with, like, little shrine. And, like, when you look at it, there isn't really any hedrons in it, but it's kind of got that weird, like, shining glow in the middle. Yeah. Already talked about my favorite red one, my favorite white one. The one I don't like the most of the full art lands would have to be the, uh, what is it? It's all, it's a Vincent Proche, uh, Proche, Porsche, T-R-O-C-E. Yeah. And it basically has like the little red tints on the side with all the connecting cables. So you can tell it's like from the core village or something like that. <laughs> but I've never really been a fan of that particular full art. Because every time I look at it, it's just kind of like, it's mountain, but I always feel like it's a spider web trap in a way. So if it were, I'm just saying, like, I'm not saying I have a problem with spiders or anything. I'm not, you know, will. But in the same token, it just, in the same token, it just rubs me the wrong way. Fair. See, I've got spiders trying to invade our card case now. They're making it very hard for me to get at them with the axe. (laughs) My favorite uh, full art lands are the unhinged uh, mountains. (laughs) Mm. I got a lands foil that I actually of kind the, of uh, loopy, the loopy mountain. Loopy yeah, mountain. a little arch, the arch one. Ah, uh, it's a good one. That, that looks incredible in foil. It does. I would have to say, like, if I had a chance to like go back in history and pick up any particular magic set that I would want to have full art lands for, it would have to either be Return to Ravnica or Innistrad. Mainly because on Innistrad, all the swamps would have, like, this elaborate, just full art graveyard, which I think would have been amazing yeah, for the swamps. And I think that the Ravnicas would be, like, the city is so big that we don't have time to actually tell you to tap for a mana, so we just show you this entire district. <laughs> and with, Did- like, you know, what is it, like, 20 cards or so, technically? It's, like, four of each color? Yeah. yeah. That's typically, like, how many basics we get per set. Yeah, that's I think exactly. with like, so I'm, I guess with like 20 cards of that, what you could do is just like have them all aligned with like, have like one artist do the artwork and make it look circular and then just kind of cut the pieces out. So this way when you align the artwork yeah. together, it just makes a, like a world shape down. For a lot of sets, they do panoramic art for yeah, but, specific basics. It would be yeah, cool like for a panor- Ravnica, though. Yeah, but like a panoramic one would be like you're looking from left to right. I'm talking about like it'd be not Circle. just like left to right, it'd be like curved. So it's like hmm. you would spin spin it like towards the wheel and have to line them all up. The center would still be empty because you have to remember the middle of the center of Ravnica still has like oceans and stuff, so we just say there's water in there. But you could kind of like if you were on like the tippy top world trade center, Eiffel Tower, highest point hmm. on the plane, and you just circled around, you could see the whole plane circling around you. And you could see, like, the green districts and the red districts and the black districts and the white or, and the blue, whatever. Well, one thing that would be cool, um, 
because what each color is shared by three guilds. Yes. Um. So or four. Yeah. So it's basically, you could have like one of each art kind of guild aligned, and then one just kind of generic gateless one. I could, I could see that because then when you did line it up, you could be like, ah, there's the red blue area, but then. Across from there is the blue-black area, and across yeah. from there is blue-green mm-hmm. area. And you can kind of, like, see where each guild is aligned at. Or, like, if you... With, like, a few spots in the center or, like, with a few intersection spots that aren't really guild-aligned, but you can see, like, this area of it is just kind of neutral territory. Or if, uh, like, if you had the is it island and the is it mountain, they both their yes, artworks go together, that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Is, doesn't one of the Innistrad art have like a ship in it? Oh, that's Nathalia Drownyard, right? Has that's like that, cra- like, has that like crazy looking ship in it that's like super gothic old timey ship. I would want to yeah. get like a full art island with one of those on it because I, I'm a sucker for, uh, for the water, uh, He's ship. A sucker for boats. Yeah. Boats, boats and hoes. Yep. <laughs> All right. So I have to ask a question, gentlemen. Is there, like, a way to figure out what the move sets are for Super Smash Bros., like, in the game? Uh, normally, they have, like, guides online that you can look up if you want to look up, uh, like, specific There, comics. There is a training mode. I need to go find this training mode. I need to go find his training mode, then. Alternatively, you just go to versus you fight a computer on level one. I am fighting a computer, but in the same token, it's like, I don't think I'm, it's like, I'm, it's one of those weird games where I'm just kind of mashing buttons, but I mean, apparently I'm still going through be. the game. So I'm not sure whether or not I'm actually being good at this game or if it's just one of those games where I have it on super easy and I just don't know it. <laughs> so cool. Cause you know, like, cause you know, there are some games where it's like, you know, if you pick yes, it up and it's set to like the lowest setting. You know what? For technology, we're going to go over like, Top five best spider cards. Because I said so. Oh, God. <laughs> I call Dragon Lair. Called it now. Dragon ah, bunch of coins at you, bitch. I call Silk Lash Spider. Fuck off my stage. Uh, shit. Uh, okay, so. How many spider cards can we name? Oh, there's 42 spider cards. Giant spider? Giant spider yeah. is definitely a spider. And it's giant. Soulfuge? Mario and Yoshi versus Donkey Kong and Diddy Kong. How appropriate. Nick's Weaver. There we go. That's fine. Ooh, Nick's Weaver's great. Nick's Weaver's fantastic. Hmm. Take that bitch. I'm actually, let's see. So this week's episode of Squirecast is going to be Halloween themed, and I'm going to be honest. <laughs> I I need to think of a Halloween style deck to bring on. I've been uh, building one right now. It has All Hallows Eve in it, and it's like a zombie. Uh, I know that seems like kind of cliche, but it's like a just a like a horde Innistrad block deck, pretty much. Hmm. Let's see. Uh, uh, here's an idea, right? Uh, horde decks, and we could do that as a theme for Halloween because there's a zombie theme. That's a horde deck, right? A spider. And then if we're uh, <laughs> the spider spawning horde deck. <laughs> and then if you have, um, and if we're going cabin in the woods, then the Xenogod Horde deck would work as well because that would be the guide at the end of the movie. Spoilers. I'm going to make sure that the show notes are good. What about giant trapdoor spider? I just took that one. Oh. <laughs> what about cellar door? No, that's not a spider. That's a zombie guard. Spider spawner. I'm just calling out now. 
we can try hard to next week when Mark comes on, because that sounds like something that Mark would want to do. Let's see. He is in this picture to Stark real quick to answer his question. Hi, Stark. Listening to this in the past or the future? Ooh. Or the present. Is it Christmas already? I hate you. I just want to, <laughs> speaking of uh, time travel, with my brothers, we play with the unhinged or unglued card sometimes in Commander, you know, just to spice it up. And I currently have um, a, a Zergo the Helm Smasher uh, in a time machine, so next time we play, it'll come up turn five. <laughs> I am just kind of disappointed that the Cubs are no longer vi- uh, viable targets for the World Series. I was kind of hoping that they would have at least made it there. We also don't but, have Jaws 19 yet. No. But see, Jaws, the thing is, like, Jaws 19 I could deal with because we don't have Jaws 19, but, you know, we basically have movies that are just X number of sequel away from whatever jam-packed with the latest in high-tech of 3D. But see, then, uh, How It Should Have Ended came out with a video yesterday called How It Should, How Back to the Future 2 Should Have Begun. And basically they explained, oh, wait. Because Doc Brown actually told Marty all this stuff was going to change, and Marty actually went to the future and changed some of the stuff and went back to his own time, that's actually caused ripple effects, and that's why none of this stuff is actually coming true. Like, just from the act of telling Marty, Marty, we need to fix your kids, that's already caused the Cubs to lose the World Series. <laughs> so what you're saying is, is that because he took Marty to the future to fix his kids, Marty went back in the past. It's like, well, I know I'm going to have kids one day. Marty never has kids. Because he just takes it for granted, like I've seen the future. I know we're going to get together. Inevitably, you're going to put out, and I'm going to get these kids. And, you know, she never does. He grows up to be a lonely guy sitting in a rocking chair, complaining about how Doc um, ruined his life. While Doc Brown travels through space and time in his locomotive train, not giving a fuck. Well, uh, like, also, we have Fast and the Furious 7, so we're almost there with one movie. Yeah, oh. like Fast and Furious 7. Did, did that come out in 3D? I'm pretty sure. It, uh, I bet it came out in 4D. <gasps> just, like the El, just like the Eldrazi. Yeah. I mean, we have Land Before Time, like 17, so I think that uh, that we have those kind of movies, too. Ooh, so what happened is, is that because he came to the future, he accidentally got the director that would have made Jaws 19, and he started making Land Before Time movies. Mm-hmm. That's very plausible. Right in the childhood. Because 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 Marty is the kind of person who will mess up a good like past. You have to remember, like this is the same guy that almost erased himself out of existence. So I can easily see him coming back and seeing someone and be like, "Oh yeah, you're the director for that movie for Jaws 19." Someone's like, "Jaws 19." Like, I'm not on, doing are, that. I love dinosaurs, man. And then there's also the Marty that was making out with his mom, and so they had to go back in time to stop him from making out with his mom. And then that Marty got involved, so they had to go back in time to stop th- both of those Martys from, from doing that. And the third one got, went in, and that just got silly. I can't remember yeah, what the yeah. that was, though. Yeah, but it's not Marty's fault that his mom is a hoe. Huh. And she's in love with danger and rape, apparently. And I am moving this on to the new segment, because we have shows to do. Yeah. All right. So. bitch. I said, I said something. At least for, what, what? at least for multiplayer commander, like. Ooh, that reminds me. There, there is a side to that debate. So basically, what Clay says, he slightly cared, which means he almost gave a fuck, and he realized that he only had one left, so he decided to keep it to himself. <laughs> he decided to use it as something about red pandas. Always. You know, I actually completely forgot that EDH Rec has that plug in your deck. To get to get an analyzed thing. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Phrasing. 
So let's see then. Take a look at what they recommend. Bunch they uh, they recommend you to play a Loro. That's what they recommend. So why is this an Esper board deck if Slumgar's the commander? See, it, it used to be Mariki, right? Yeah. I see. There, I, I I have I have two copies of. It. I sent an email out that had both copies in it. One is like the rough draft, the Esper one, and then one is the I I just haven't changed the name. I I should probably do that because it's not Esper anymore. Like I think. Because what, EDH rec is just card recommendations based on your commander, right? But yeah. you can still view other people's lists? Yes. It's like, if, okay. if you go on the site, it'll, it'll like, you click on a commander and then it'll have like, like six or ten decks that you can look at. So I've never actually used it. Hmm. Well, I've got 15 unique cards in my Draco Genius deck because there aren't that many Draco Genius decks in the database. <laughs> Wonder what would happen if I threw my Brago deck in there. You should see what happens when you put your Brago deck in there. You should. Insert. I don't have it typed up though. Why don't you have it typed up? Because I haven't gotten around to it. All right. So are we ready then? I guess so. All right. <clears throat> Sorry for trying to like inform you of putting that your deck needs more red, but huh. in the same token, this is a blue-black deck, and in all honesty, I look at it and it's like, hmm, yeah, that's no, blue. I it's shouldn't blue put card. a passive deck. Suggest so red anyway. Well, that would be, well, that was my main suggestion. I would suggest red. Like, everybody else is, like, you know, like, sitting on theme and trying to find stuff. I'm like, yep, that's blue. And that card's red. And that oh, card's black. Oh, dear God. What's my, wrong, William? My boss apparently just picked up $1,000 in magic cards. For I have you to sort? For me to sort through. Job security. Job security, but no time to actually get all the shit I want done, done. I was going to try and... Sort out the pile of playables. But your boss had already picked up a different $1,000 worth of Magic Card lot, and he, he was supposed to sort last week or something? No, just just more it's, stuff. I mean, I mean you, it's all you good. See, this, this right here is a prime example of first-word problems. <laughs> William is sitting here complaining because he gets to sit down and go through a $1,000 worth of Magic Card and try to find stuff that's good to keep around and sell and stuff. And get paid to do in so. Africa, And he's getting paid to do so. Uh, there's starving kids in Africa, William, that would love to play with the magic cards you're getting to just bitch about right now. You know that, right? There's starving kids in Africa that would want to eat the magic cards that you're sitting here bitching about right now. You know that, William. No, I don't. I was happy not knowing. There's starving <laughs> kids in Africa is what I'm getting at. That's my, that's my main goal. That's what I'm taking out of this. You know what? We're, we're done. We're, we're done. We're down here. We're going to go ahead. We're going to move on. Oh, everything's going to be on fire. I want to leave the warehouse so badly, but I don't have that second month's worth of rent. So how many spiders do we each get? Well, let's go ahead and I want to do a top five of spiders. For each person? No, no. Each or person, just in general? Each person is going to contribute at least one spider. Okay, I, I have three lined up. Then we if, just anyone, need... if anyone wants spitting spider, they can take it. I was going to go with Dragon Lair Spider. I already called that one like at the very start of the episode. Oh, he did? Sorry. I, must have, I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> I mean, you you can have it if you That's want. Okay. That's all right. I can go, I'm pretty sure I can go find another spider. All right, you, you take Dragon Lair. No, no, go ahead. Do it. No, you, Cause, you take cause it. Because I'm, I'm currently, neither one of I us wants to get I just erased it off spider. of mine. But see, nobody picked Giant Trapdoor Spider. I did. It's right he there. Did. I heard oh. that one. I heard that one called. Oh, okay. Giant Trapdoor Spider and Spitting Spider. I'm doing those two. And I have Mr. Silk Lash Spider. Silk Lash Spider is pretty decent. Oh, so you like flyers. Because it has red in it. Oh, God! Oh, oh! What? 
So I decided to look up cards that just had spider in their oracle text, and mm-hmm. it's a card called Spiderwig Boggers. Yeah, yeah, that's the black goblin. With, with a wig made of spiders. Yeah, a wig made of spiders. Why? <laughs> just why? Because it's a goblin. Spiders make for a nice tingly hat. I, 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 Look, your hat never leaves I, your head. I, but, right, you we, know how some people use bobby pins to keep their like wigs and hats on? Well, goblins just use spiders because spiders have that grip. They just The wind can blow and they just won't go anywhere. So they make perfect hats. We should give a honorable mention to Giant Spider, the original. The OG Spider, getting in there all those years, except for that one year it lost the contest. Why? I mean, we're talking about an alpha card that's only worth two dollars and fifty cents. I'm surprised it's worth two dollars and fifty cents. I know, even even an alpha one. So many spiders. Anyways, all right. There you go. So it's just it's just knocking out. All right. Now, now my computer's, I believe, now, uh, I basically shut my computer completely down and did like a rerun of everything and made it, made it like clean out its system. So hopefully now I can actually use the damn thing. Everything seems to be going so far. Well. Find out next time on Commander Cast. Commander Cast Z. No, actually it's Commander Cast Prime. That's what we are right now. Incidentally, they're now calling the snoo- the Super Saiyan God Super Saiyan. It's just Super Saiyan Blue. Really? Yep. Like it was, hey, we had this super huge thing, but then Goku bit his tongue saying it, so they tried to, so he said, let's just come up with a nickname. And that's how they got Super Saiyan Blue. <laughs> Alright. Uh, so, that, so with that, then I can assume that we will inevitably have like Super Saiyan Red, Super Saiyan Orange, Super, super Saiyan, Saiyan Plaid. Super Saiyan Red is actually just regular Super Saiyan God mode. I would like to see a, I would like to see Super Saiyan Plaid. Shit, shit, it's like, you know, just power up so bad. Like, you know, like just pastels and various, like, company logos just start flowing through their hair as they're reaching for that big dollar money. Yeah. You would see, you would see a Goku on a golf course, Super Saiyan Plaid, with the, like, the leggings and the, <laughs> and the hat with the little ball on top. Super Saiyan actually, Plaid. Actually, Dragon Ball Z is just getting to that point where it's like Digimon now, where it's like, we're just going to use the same character over and over again. We're just going to give him a different coat of paint. So now it's got, <laughs> so now we got Super Saiyan Metal Goku. And now we've got, uh, uh, Mega Vegeta. <laughs> Super Mega. Like Mega Morph. Super and Mega is- Metal Vegeta. But the weird part about it is, is that no matter how powerful they get, they just end up being bitch slapped by the very next villain that they come across. Oh yeah. He's always one, like one notch higher than him. And then they and have to train always- and. Yeah. In which case, it's like if the if you let, let's think of this like logically for a brief second here, okay? If there's so many people out there in the universe that are so powerful that they could just bitch slap Super Saiyan Goku in whatever form or level, why the fuck is Earth still around? I mean, technically, <laughs> if they wanted to destroy the damn planet, any of these characters could have just randomly just showed up, snapped their fingers, blew the bitch up, and just kept it moving. Well, hold on, now, now, did you watch the movie where Frieza came back? Yeah, but Frieza accidentally made, um, no, wait, no. Oh, you're talking about, uh, Resurrection F? Yeah. No. Okay. <laughs> okay. Cricket, cricket, cricket. Okay. Light Widow is a spider from, what is this, uh, Battle for Mirrodin Besieged. Or Mirrodin Battle Besieged? for Mirrodin Besieged. Battle for Mirrodin Besieged Guard. Common. So it's, um, basically mega. it's a, a mega, alpha, <laughs> same blue form. It's uh three colors. Battle green. For Mirrodin besieged yeah. scars. 
Yep. Scars, scars of, of yeah. Scars of Besieged Mirrodin. Anyways. All the titles. Yep. Wait, no. Uh, scars of Besieged Mirrodin Pure. There we go. <laughs> Corns of Mirrodin <laughs> Besieged. Now we've all. Corns of Mirrodin Besieged Pure. Scarred. Scar- uh, let's see. So, Black Widow. Alright. Are we going to do this or not? <laughs> go for it. Go for it. <laughs> okay. Go ahead, okay, read our spider spawning. Jake, Jake, are you there? Yeah, I'm, I'm here. Sorry, I'm just looking hey. it up really quick. Mm. Cut this, cut this out. Spiders. Yeah, all of this disappears in truncated silence and yeah. editing. Fix it in no post. <gasps> all that nothingness just disappeared with William bitching in the background about spiders. Okay, yeah, right. so and actually, right, I, so as an aside, I thought that this Wednesday marked the start of the Innistrad flashback draft to celebrate Halloween. And I was super excited by that. And then, no, it's next Wednesday. So your Innistrad draft Halloween look back starts after Halloween. Simpsons. <laughs> Whoops. So uh, you want me to go ahead and read it now? Yes, sir. You know, I know that, like, we only get, like, a week's worth of spoilers for Commander products. But last year, did they not spoil the Commanders way early? Is it just me? No, last year they spoiled Gissa and Geral. No, not okay. Gissa, not Geral. Teferi at San Diego Comic-Con. Mm. And this year... That's they, what it was. We didn't get any San Diego Comic-Con reveals. <laughs> yeah. This year they really pulled back on the the, uh, the advanced product spoilers to let whatever it's the current set is to really sink in. Like we, talked, like, we talked about this before, and I feel like this is actually just better. That It doesn't feel like we're being oversaturated with previews. I want to be saturated with previews, Will. I want previews running down my naked body. Mm-hmm. All right. All right, well, then you can get into the DeLorean and hop back to 2014. Strategy is going to be, I need help with five color. Guys, for the love of God, please help me with five color. <laughs> and then technology. I can't say shit because last week was my mono white reanimator, so I, I really can't say anything. I have yet to bring a deck to you guys to build for me. Um, well, all, the, all the cool kids do, man. Yeah, man. Like we like we did with Calvin, and when, we need, when he needed to figure out like his model blue deck, and then we did metal white reanimator, and then I'm always doing shit. Like just just uh, just think of something you want us to do, man. We'll do it. <laughs> just do it. Uh, if I didn't already have a preliminary list built, I could make you guys build me a Splatoon themed deck. <laughs> I'm thinking of doing Rexiel. You mm, interesting. Because sea critters and equipment to represent uh, weapons. Is Bazooka in there? No. However, the the big thing around this is that I want to play Quicksilver Fountain and doodle a sprinkler on it. <laughs> that that is what I, that is why I want to build this deck. Okay, but have you seen the amazingness that is Dan Dan? Dan Dan. <laughs> I take it you have then. Yes. Mark, have you heard of the amazing Dan Dan? That's not amazing. Is not the the adjective I would use with Dan Dan. So. <laughs> see, I mean, he's a card. He is a card. But see, so I have a friend who has a. Let's see, it was a Tromocratus deck, but I think he converted it into a Crufix deck, where it's basically Voltron stuff, and he has to like tap down, like ice manipulate, like tap down one of your tokens down. You can't block Tromocratus, and it's basically two shots and you're dead. Yeah. But one of his favorite plays is to go Dan Dan, give a sword to Dan Dan, and now suddenly we're being smacked by six because so many people in our meta play with blue. <laughs> like I have to, I can't deal with Dan Dan right now. Is literally something I had to say a couple weeks ago. 
Damn. Wow. I mean, the guy... Well, sounds like a bad problem to have. I don't I mean, know that I've, that I've said those words out loud since 1994. He is literally just a 4-1 for 2. Yep. He doesn't not even good. have Island Walk. Yep, totally not good. Although the art, I do like. I do really... I think the art is pretty sweet. Guys, he's a, guys, he's guys a, it's basically the blue Tarmogoyf. It basically is. He's basically a giant koi. That's all. <laughs> like, Dan Dan is amazing. Nope. No, I've seen the Dan Dan in action. Oh. The Dan Dan <laughs> has been amazing. No, man. No, I'm not gonna. Nope. Sorry, I'm not going on that one. It's got nope. four power for two blue. Yeah. No one cares. Dan Dan cares. Nope. <laughs> you know what else you can do for two blue? I was hoping someone would make a guess. We were waiting for you, Clay. Oh. See, when people say that recently, like, I don't, I don't know, recently, like, every other point in my life, when people say that, they just kind of launch into it. They don't even ask, they don't even wait for the why, or they don't wait for that. <laughs> but the last two or three times in the last few days, someone has done that, they've waited for me. I'm like, I don't, <laughs> I don't say it anymore, I just assume people are going to launch into it, and then I feel bad because I didn't say it. It's now, like, the thing know. was, I didn't want to just say Counterspell, but I couldn't think of another blue-blue card off the top of my head, so I was hoping one of you guys would come up with it for me. Two Dovers? You could. That is, in fact, a thing you could do. But Dan Dan's so good! What else costs two blue? Like, just two solid blue. Um, let's go ahead and do an advanced search. Uh, mana costs... I was going to say Fish Liver Oil, but not even that. That's one in the blue. <laughs> uh, let's see, this Ore of Dominion... Sure. <laughs> tap it. Obviously not in Dandan's. Let's see. Tap it. Untap creature. You control. Untap the change. Hmm. Let's see. There's boomerang. Oh yeah, that's true. Boomerang is actually pretty sweet. So. There's carry away. <laughs> um, getting less sweet. <laughs> you control. Coral reef. Stealing goblin weapons would be easier. The goblins are smart enough to let go. Wait, what the hell is Coral Reef? An enchantment. Coral Reef enters the battlefield with four poly... Poly counters. Second, Wait, is this, this is the tied one? Oh, second, no, this is a different Second one. island, put two polyp counters on Coral Reef. Pay blue, tap an untapped blue creature you control, remove a polyp counter from Coral Reef, put a zero plus one <laughs> counter on target creature. <laughs> That's cute. It's dumb, but cute. I don't know, if I was ever going to build that, like, proctologist-themed deck, I guess I would put Coral Reef in there for polyp counters. But, short of that, I don't know, man. A lot of these, man, this is bad. A lot of these cards, Will, are falling into the even I wouldn't play them category. Like, oh, there's Coral Home Commander. That's not that bad. Coral Home Commander's, for, I, I do play that dude. He's there's in my Mr. Counterbalance. Counterbalance. Counter Dance spell. of Many. Dance of Many is really sweet. I have played that one before. That one used to be really sweet. I think got outclassed. Oh, basically. it's basically clone with upkeep cost. Yeah. Yep. It's so also it's, it's also sometimes brings in a clone with him. Yeah. Brings in a second clone with him. Not bad actually. And then let's see you let's see when Dance leads the battlefield exile the token. Oh yeah. So sun so sometime can just uh, get it back every turn because you sack Dance and then you attack the sometime. Yeah. There's Dan Dan. Declaration not. Yep. You don't get to play your commander. Deep water. Blue. Oh. Until end of turn, if you tap any landing control command, it produces blue instead of any other type. Uh, <laughs> like it look oh yeah, you're like, oh my no. No. <laughs> oh no, I only have two islands and a blue source, but I have ten swamps, but I need all blue mana. Let's pay a blue. No, not good. There's Deprive. The 
As an additional cost to cast, return a land you control to the donor's hand. Counter target spell. That, that's actually not bad. Seems a little bit of play in modern. I need actually I could put that into Noyandar. Uh drain power. Target player activate command though, yeah. Like, you should controls. Then puts all mana that plays mana float. Oh, that's the one that people just always tap out in response to. No, but then if they float the mana, because it puts their mana pool into yours, you still get the mana. It's piracy that you're thinking of. Oh, right, okay. I might actually have to put that into uh Karanos. Piracy or drain power? Drain power. Ooh. Because you could just fireball someone to death off of it. Yeah. Hmm. So let's see. So there's boomerang with arcane. And a sorcery. Yeah, and a sorcery. Uh, familiar's ruse. Count, let's see. Count hard spell, but you have to bounce a creature to your hand. Mm-hmm. What a downside. Flooded shoreline. Blue, blue, Dude, return two islands. I, I want someone in modern to be like, <clears throat> uh, caps. Cast Snapcaster, target Familiar's Ruse. Cast Familiar's Ruse, bouncing Snapcaster. I could see that as being a thing if it, if you, yeah. Uh, I mean, like you can do it to save your Delver. Yeah. Let's see. Flood Shoreline. Blue, blue. Return two islands you control to its owner's hand. Return target creature to its owner's hand. That just that that would be cool in like a a landfall deck. Forget. Target, let's see, blue, sorcery, target player discards two cards and then draws as many cards as he or she discarded this way. Huh. Ooh, Grimoire Thief. Let's see, whenever he becomes tapped, exile top three cards in target player's library face down. You get the look at those. Blue, Sacromore Thief, turn all the cards exiled with him face up, counter all spells with those names. You hmm. can counter staples in EDH. You can put it in Phoenix and mill five cards a turn. <laughs> Carpenter of Tides. Spawning bed. Yeah, now see now you're talking my language. Three sack of blue creature. Put X one one blue comrade creature tokens onto the battlefield where X is the sack right. Ooh, I like this. It's pretty sweet, man. Tony in a cracking oh, deck. Oh yeah. uh, I could I could put that into my QR deck. That's actually just super sweet. Yep. There's like four pages of this stuff. Ooh. I see prism. Yeah, I'm just looking at that. It has an upkeep cost that anyone can pay. Anyone. Who wants to pay it? Anybody can do it, man. You want to do it? Go ahead. You want to do it? Go ahead. You did it last turn? I'll do it this turn. Ideas Unbound. Marking. Illusionary Terrain. Human of Upkeeper 2. When there's a battlefield, choose two basic land types. Basic lands of the first and second. No, lands of the first are actually just the second. I should play that in Splatoon.deck. Yeah, because you're just painting over their territory. Yep, there, there's going to be all the stuff that can turn things into islands. Oh, but the Mono Red deck will feel so bad. All of your mountains are now islands. You've just... That's actually what Those happens... would have a heart attack. That is actually literally what happens when you flood a mountain so high. You raise the sea level high enough, mountains just become islands. Yes. We'll give clues a heart attack. <laughs> I feel like Will thought that was like really, really deep there for a minute. If you just, if you just raise the sea level, man, all mountains are islands. Dude. Invisibility though. Your creatures can't be blocked except by walls. I didn't like, I liked invisibility back in the day. Yeah, it means that, uh, guys just didn't draft can get through. Mm hmm. Unless they're playing Doran Wall Tribal. Oh, then you feel silly. Cards touch, Kami of the Crescent Moon, Keeper of the Mind. 
Ooh, I like cornstarch. Ooh, let's see. Let's keep it in mind. What does this one do? Target opponent who had at least two more cards in hand than you did as you activated this ability, draw a card. <laughs> let's see, Legacies of War. Give your upkeep, you can put a treasure counter on it, sack it, gain control of target creature with power less than or equal to the number of treasure counters on Legacy of War. Life tap. Never a force that opponent <laughs> controls becomes tapped, you gain one life. Uh, Wombo with Illusionary Terrain. Turn whatever their thing is into a force. Oh my god, you're right! The Wombo combo. Such Wombo, very combo. Let's see, there's the Lord of Atlantis clues always go scuba diving with. Let's see, you got Lord of the Unreal. Mana Drain. Oh, Ooh. Mana Drain. Ooh, I really like that vintage Master's art. <laughs> Master of the Pearl Trident. Merfolk Assassin. Restore target creature with Isle Walk. Oh my god, I, I, let's see, I think, let's see, what? Bat and War Barge, man. That's what I was I'm about to say! Mm-hmm. That is, that is actually something I still legitimately play in Commander 95. <laughs> hey, I, I actually got to see someone, uh, uh, play Bane of Progress. And in response, another player tapped War Barge to give his commander Island Walk. Mm, I'm, I'm not got to go down with the ship. War Barge. So what does War Barge oh, do? Oh, man. So what does War Barge do, Clay? Three, target creature gains Island Walk until end of turn. When mm-hmm. War Barge leaves the battlefield this turn, destroy that creature. Yeah. Creature destroyed this way can't be regenerated. Yeah. <laughs> So it's almost a Wombo with Merfolk Assassin, except that yep. War Barge destroys itself. Yeah, what's your point? <laughs> Come on, man, you're already rocking War Barge and Merfolk Assassin. You should be happy to assassinate anything. This is also got Miss Folk. This is a 1-2 that can counter the spells that targeted. Muddle the Mixture, though, is very playable. Yeah. Let's see, Nullify. Pedantic Learning. River land is put into your river from the library. You may pay one. If you do, draw a card. Dude, that's hilarious with Loam. Hilarious with Loam. Combo with Mesmeric Orb to draw cards. Yeah. That's how that works, right? Yeah. But do you play it in CDC? No. Oh. I do not. That seems so good, though. Let's see. Phantasmal Terrain. And though I choose a basic land type, Enchanted Land is the chosen type. It's spreading seeds that doesn't draw you a card. There's piracy. Till end of turn, you may tap lands you don't control for mana. Spend this mana only to cast spells. Play Sea Strider. Power Artifact. Oh, the scene. Barrier. Counter creature spells control loses one life. Although seeing that play the Sea Strider reminds me, I could do a conspiracy draft on Saturday. <laughs> Have fun. I will. It's going to be great because I get to show off my what might be my actual favorite costume. Alright, so we have shit. Redirect, reset, river more, river more, no, river merfolk. There we go. Blue, mountain walk until end of turn. Let's see, so whenever shape steel blocks or becomes blocked by a creature, change shape steel's base power and toughness to that creature's power and toughness into end of turn. Hmm. With a quote by Kiki Jiki. You got Slumgar Scorn. Sorry! Spectral Cloak. Before playing any spell, if a copy of that spell is in any group, <clears throat> spellcaster may say sorry. If he or she does not, and any other player may count that the spell by saying sorry as it is cast. If any player says sorry at any other time, sorry deals two damage to them. <laughs> oh dear God. I have... You guys know those friends or people you have that always apologize after anything? Yeah. 
Oh dear lord, they would just get wrecked <laughs> so hard. And the the watermark's a little frowny face. Ooh. Enchanted creature has shrouded as long as it's untapped. Steel enchantment. Enchant enchantment. You control enchanted enchantment. <gasps> no way. Can our technology segment just be blue blue drops? Um I'm not <laughs> against it. <laughs> Last week we did spiders. I'm trying to think of what the actual... Ah, what the hell. I haven't even looked at the show notes yet. So, let's see. Probably should. Stern Proctor, when he hears about it, returned her artifact or enchantment to its owner's hands. Sunken city. Beginning of your upkeep, sex sentence, unless you play UU. Blue creature... What the fuck? When did Blue get an anthem? Um, the dark. back in the dark. It's a blue anthem. Telekinesis. Tap target creature. Prevent all common damage that would be dealt by, by that creature this turn. It doesn't untap during this control. It's next up to untap steps. But what? You know what? You know what? Yeah, let's just do this. Let's just do <laughs> blue, blue, blue drops. Blue, blue. Blue, 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 blue. Blue, blue. Blue, blue. Transmute artifact. Second artifact. If you do, search your library for an artifact card. If that card's converted mana cost is less than or equal to the sacrifice artifact's converted mana cost, put it onto the battlefield. If it's greater, you may pay X, where X is the difference. If you do, put it onto the battlefield. If you don't, put it into its own graveyard, then shuffle your library. That's... wow. <clears throat> it is... It, it's literally transmutation. Transmute artifact? Yeah. Yeah. That is just... Absurd. Have you never seen that card before? No, I haven't. Whoa, really? Yeah. <clears throat> like, that's actually just really, really cool. <laughs> I have a friend who loves Full Metal Alchemist, and if he knew about this, he would just flip. Actually, he got, had, when he had commanders of all the dragon lords that came out in Dragons of Tarkir, he got them all altered to be five of the seven deadly sin characters. Okay, see, Turbulent Dreams. Alright, Twin Cast, the Dolphin Mastermind. Void Mage Prodigy, the German Juggernaut, Kaibuda. Wall of Kelp, Wall of Kelp, Blue Defender, Blue Blue Tap, put a 0-1 Blue Plant Wall Creature Token with Defender named Kelp onto the battlefield. What now? Wall of Kelp. Wall of Kelp. But won't you know, we will never get a reprint of this amazing card because it's on the reserve list. (laughs) I, I think doing something five color related would probably be better for a technology segment. That but would that would be better, but would it be as amusing? Probably not. Let's see. Return target creature to its owner's hand, then return another target creature to its owner's hand unless its controller pays one. That's not bad. There's just cool stuff in these two drop categories. <laughs> like I might actually I might actually just go through these again and start pulling stuff out from going dark. Totally unrelated editing question, gentlemen. Yes. Do we need to define mana rocks in show notes for a podcast? Uh, how do you mean? If we say, for instance, I am going through and I'm editing um, some show notes for Rivals Duel, and they have two sentences, one of which I think they could use and one of which I think they don't. The sentence is, we're talking about mana rocks this week. These artifacts produce mana and fall all over the spectrum, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. I don't think they need the part where they say these artifacts produce mana. I think that first line is necessary so that we don't alienate beginners who don't actually understand the term mana rock. Fair. 
Okay, is this, I'm taking a vote here. So I got one from Will. What do you think, Clash? I mean, I don't think there's any harm in keeping it. Okay. It just makes yeah. it more clear. I mean, ideally, you would just go straight for the mana rocks are artifacts that produce mana. Explanation. Right. My my question is really like, how many people fit into the Venn diagram of find this website, listen to Rivals Duel, and also don't know what a mana rock is? I, not, I mean, there's not. I, I put it in there. I left it in. I'm just wondering, like. I would err on keeping it in there, just because it never hurts to be more specific. Okay. Even though we're already, I mean, in a, in a in a show and a site that is already niche on top of niche, covered in jargon. Hello. Oh, hold on. I need to hold on. Put my headphones. Your headphones. Why would you need those? So that the sound doesn't go into the mic from my computer screen. Why would you not want that to happen? Because the quality sounds like ass. I'm late because, uh... You and scratching your balls. In a sense, my... Yeah, I kind of figured as much. The girl who's been mentoring me in Weiss was at the store today, and so I was like, oh, I'm not going to be able to come to Weiss on Sunday and test because I'm going to be in Tennessee at an expo. And she was like, well, I'm at the store now, so if you want... So you can just go ahead and come over. I'm like, okay, we're not recording until 8. I'm going to have time. And I did. I got here more or less in time. And actually, gotcha. and actually, considering Mark's email, I'm surprised that he's the one we're having trouble getting a hold of right now. <laughs> oh, the Because the uh, thing is, is that even though I had gotten out of work a little later today than I normally was expecting, I looked down. I was like, well, you know what? Last week when I was talking with you guys while I was on the walk, apparently the area I'm in is pretty fucking quiet. So I was like, you know what? I can still at least talk with them while I'm walking to my house. Okay, so now we're going to start Calvin's new podcast, Walk From Home. Or Walk That'd From walk Home. To home? I mean, are you walking to home for it? Yeah. All right, then, uh, yeah, walk to home. Journey home. Uh, <laughs> the journey oh, to the bathroom. Uh, homeward path, there we go. That's actually what we would call it. <laughs> hey, <laughs> so what are we discussing tonight? Uh, we're doing the look back. Last year's stuff. Yeah, last year's stuff. Ah. Uh, I just sent you the show notes, quick. Okay. 2014 uh, look back review. All right then. The entire nice planes Lafayette got there. It'd be a damn shame if something happened to it. Okay, and now I'm gonna eat a cookie. Uh, William's gonna eat a cookie. Oh right. Cookie bastard. Calvin's the one who incriminates himself, so I'd say it's probably up to him. What? Oh my gosh, what? Blank Splatoon. Did they not paint the back of their base? If we were to start posting up, like, the full audio thing, then, you know, just give me a heads up before we actually start it, so then I can actually stop cursing and saying, like, all kinds of racial slurs that I don't want listeners to listen to. I do kind of have a reputation, and, like, I have no problem with that. Like, for the same token, last thing I need is for people to have my voice on the Internet saying, like, you know, all kinds of negative things about our <laughs> listening audience. Because a listening audience knows that the captain actually hates them. He just sucks up to them enough so he can get them votes and get them views and get them downloads. But if it wasn't for that, I wouldn't give a damn about any of these people. So I've been, so I've been recording since uh, Clay picked up. Uh, Whoops. I'm trying to reacquaint myself with MTGO. It's not going well. Yeah, that's usually how it goes with MTGO. Now, it's here's my thing, just to ask the question. Okay. Now, if we were to post the entire episode, like, raw, 
that whole point there where nobody had a damn thing to say would have like no crickets in it at all. Yeah, I know. That's why I'm like, this can't, that can't be a good thing, man. Like editing is editing. You can't just like post shit raw. You can't. I'm sorry. I don't know. Like, <clears throat> I know there are podcasts out there that do that and I guess that, that works for them, but no, man, that's, I don't know. Like editing is essential in my book anyway. Like a good editor makes or breaks a show. So. Okay, so I'm so attempting to really watch. I'm, I'm attempting to watch a four-player commander game, and I have no clue how anyone keeps tra- keeps track of anything on this. Yeah, that's the other part, right? Like it's all just scrunched together. Yeah, it's a pain in the ass. Yeah, even on even like even like I don't know. Pick a resolution; it still looks like shit. <laughs> well, the one thing I would have to say though for like a four-player commander game is is that if we if that were to happen. It would have to be completely like unedited with like any like sounds or anything like that, and then set up kind of like what Dodo Bird does, because that's the only way I can actually watch people play Commander in video. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because otherwise it's yeah. boring as shit, right? All right, what's up? <laughs> we were talking about how boring well, watching Commander online is. You mean like I don't, what? I don't know how what? anyone keeps track of anything on MTGO. I'm trying to watch a game and I have no clue what's going on. Um, Bodo is not. Five player plus friendly. I'm watching a four player game and I have no clue what's going on. It used to be better. Like I remember the older quiet windows and I'm like this is it's fine ish if you're just playing by yourself and it's like whatever you can adjust the windows however you want. For streaming it's just awful. Mm-hmm. As Tom will attest, it is poopy. But that's something that we can even work around. Well, what I was saying was that the only way I can even watch Commander videos online is if people were to like record them with no sound. And then play them back and speed them up, and then have somebody um edit over them talking and basically telling me what the hell's going on, like they do for Dodo Bird. Mm-hmm. Because I, that's the only way I can even watch a Commander game online. Because I mean, at least with that, it's like if I lose my place and I happen to turn my head, it doesn't matter because I have someone telling me, "Oh yeah, you know, this mm-hmm. is what happened." And then next thing you know, a grip of chaos happened, and then this occurred, and then some, and then Jonathan Warp World. So I mean, I, th- I think nobody that wants could to be... watch a wolf world happen in live time. No. I uh, think that could be mitigated in recordings with Skype sessions of people just actually like announcing what they're doing. As that like it's a, like a lot of work. Like an actual game in real life, though. Just be like, I'm gonna do this thing to your thing, and people will be able to hear it. We can experiment with a couple of different ways. Yeah. We. Hell, yeah, you mean we? I just don't feel like. <laughs> It's worth it to drop any money into MTG Online just to play Commander with, though. Mm, you're not wrong. But you are completely right. You see there, that right there, that whole concept of us, of, of me bad-mouthing, of us bad-mouthing MTGO, that's something that if, if, if the show went up unedited, somebody at Wizards might hear that. We'd stop getting our previews. Everyone <laughs> bad-mouths MTGO. People bad-mouth yeah, but... MTGO while streaming MTGO. Yeah, and how many of them get preview cards? All right, guys. So Mark has work tomorrow. I have work tomorrow. Let's go ahead and get right into this. Okay, everybody. That does it for another edition of Dangly Bits Theater. If you want to contact us here at CommanderCast.com, it is simple to do. All you have to do is go over to CommanderCast.com, and you can leave a comment in the comment section below any of our shows. You can also go over to Facebook, hit us up there. We have CommanderCast as a Facebook page. You can hit us up on Twitter at CommanderCast, or you can hit us up with an email in Gmail at CommanderCast at gmail.com. And we will be back next week to talk about the Commander 2015 product. See you then.